Welcome to the Raising Jesus Kids podcast. We're here to equip, encourage, and inspire you to raise your kids to know, fear, and love the Lord. I'm your host, Abby Phipps. My husband and I are the parents to four awesome kids, ages six and under, and we're on this journey with you. Our greatest desire is that our kids would never know a day apart from His truth. Join me today as we explore part nine of our How to Raise Jesus Kids series, teaching your kids to listen to God. So if we look at the Bible, we see lots and lots of stories of people who heard from God and it went well for them. We also see lots and lots of stories of people who did not listen to God and they suffered the ramifications of that decision. So I think it's safe to say that since we're raising Jesus kids, we want our kids to know how to hear from God. But like most anything else we teach our kids, hearing from God takes practice. This is one of those spiritual disciplines that we need to take time to teach our kids. If it's going to be a regular part of their lives, it needs to have a time set aside for it regularly. And I know what you're thinking. Well, that sounds great, but how do I actually teach my kids to hear from God? That's a good question. And the good news is it might not be as hard as you think. Now, I think we tend to get a little nervous about this because sometimes we don't know if we ourselves are hearing from God. So this may be a topic that you want to listen to and implement in your own life first. You may want to sit down by yourself or with your spouse or with a trusted friend and spend time listening to God and seeing what he has to say. And then once you feel comfortable hearing from God, then you can implement it with your children. That's a great way to go about this if you don't feel comfortable teaching it to your kids yet. We don't have to jump into all of these things at the same time. We can take them little by little. We are not in a rush to lead our kids to the Father. We can start with one spiritual discipline at a time, grow in that area, help our kids to grow in that area, and then to introduce a new one when our family is ready. So the good news is that hearing from God can be done anywhere, at any time, whenever you feel like it's right for your family. Of course, you're going to want to pick a time when your children are happy and fairly calm, right when they get done jumping on the trampoline or done swimming. That's probably not the best time to do it. We've had really good success with doing any sort of faith-based activities right after a meal because we're all together, we're full, and we're happy. You also want to choose a spot where they can focus on God and that they're away from distractions. So they're away from the TV or toys or anything like that. We usually sit at the dining room table or on the couch or in their bed. This would also be a really cool activity to take out into nature but you're going to want to pick a place where they don't normally play. So maybe if you're out on a hike, you could stop and spend some time listening to God and seeing what he has to say. That would be a really cool environment to introduce this in. Now we get to the how. So this is the intimidating part, but guys, it is really so simple. So when you're first talking to your kids, you want to explain to them how much God loves them and how much he wants to talk to them. Now, Generally speaking, you're doing this activity with kids who have some sort of relationship with God. Now, they may or may not be saved, depending on their age, but they need to know who God is. They need to already have some sort of foundation, or they have nothing to really grasp onto when you're talking to them about this. But just talk about how much God loves them and how much he wants to talk to them, and how he is their father, and he is there for them. You might also want to read a Bible story where God speaks to someone. Then you're just going to pray and you're going to ask God to speak to each one of you. 
Then tell them to sit still, listen, and see what God says to them. This is not a long event. You wait one to two minutes and then ask them what they heard. If they say they didn't hear anything, that's okay. You can encourage them to try again, or you can explain to them that sometimes we don't hear anything. And that's it. That's how you teach your kids to hear from God. You do this practice over and over, and they begin to realize that God does have things to say to them, and he does want to talk to them. Now, the first few times you do it, it may feel a little uncomfortable for you or for your kids or for both. And they may feel like they don't know what they're listening for. And that's okay. When we consistently and persistently pursue the Father and ask Him to speak to us, He will. Now, we do run into the issue sometimes, especially with young kids, of what if I don't think that God said that to them? And that can be an actual problem. So you're going to need to use your discernment here because you never want to mock or discredit what a child says. But you also don't want them to confuse what they want to hear with what God wants to say. Since we are laying a foundation for their faith, it is extremely important that they have a correct view of God. And so you don't want them to think, that when you ask them to listen to God, they can just say whatever they want to say, say that they heard it from God, and you just assume that they did hear it from God. But you also don't want to just come at them and say, no, God didn't say that. So it's kind of hard sometimes to discern how to handle these sorts of situations. Another thing to note is that some things may seem really random or like they made it up, And that could just be their imagination, but God gave them their imagination. So who's to say he isn't speaking through it? It could be some sort of picture that God gave them that means something, and maybe you just don't know exactly what it means. And that's okay too. It's okay for them to say, God said this, and then as the parent, you don't quite understand that. That doesn't mean God didn't say it. So it is a tricky sort of situation. But even if it is their imagination, you can respond nicely and kindly without skewing their view of God. So I'm going to give you a couple of hypothetical examples that can hopefully help you respond with grace and kindness to your children in these sorts of situations. So one sort of response that you can get from kids when you ask them to listen to what God has to say is for them to speak about something that they're really wanting. So the child may say something like, I heard God say that you should take me to Disney World, or I heard God say that you should buy me this toy that I really want. So as a parent, you can respond with grace and kindness, and you can say something like, I can tell that you're very excited about this toy or Disneyland or whatever it is. I'll pray about that too and see what God says. Now when God speaks to you, remember that he wants to say something about you, not what I should do for you. How about we try again and see what God wants to say about you? Because we do want to communicate to them that when God speaks to us, he's speaking to us. He's not speaking about something that other people should do for us or a a decision that someone else should make. Now, of course, as adult believers, we know that God can give us wisdom to share with other people. But for our kids, we really want them to know that God wants to speak to them. And so we don't want them to be confused and think that God is giving them a message to tell us to do something for them. It really is all about laying that foundation and helping them have a correct view of God. 
kids do like to use their imaginations. And so the child, if they feel like they didn't hear anything from God, they may just make something up. Like, I heard God say that he thinks it would be really fun to eat cotton candy while riding an elephant. Well, did God say that? I don't know. But as a parent, I can respond by saying, you know what, I think that would be fun, and God likes fun. You don't have to discredit what they're saying. They probably just think that would be really fun, and so why not say it? Well, we don't have to say, no, you're wrong, God didn't say that. We can just respond with grace and kindness and then move on. A response that you may get regularly from your children is, well, I didn't hear anything. I don't think God wants to talk to me. Especially in the beginning, kids can feel that way, that God doesn't want to talk to them because they don't feel like they're hearing anything. And this is one time where we really want to be careful with our words. So as a parent, we can say something like, God loves you so much and he wants to talk to you. Sometimes he wants us to wait to hear him. So let's try again later or tomorrow or something like that. It can be good, especially if they're feeling discouraged, to give them a break. But you do want to let them know that God loves them and does want to talk to them and that y'all are going to try it again in a little bit. You want to keep your responses very calm and very understanding, especially when you're first starting this practice. This is supposed to be a very uplifting and encouraging time, a time for them to hear from their father. Your kids are learning what God sounds like. Learning is hard sometimes. It may take a little bit for them to learn it. But that's okay. This is laying a solid foundation of relational prayer in their lives. This is a good work that we want to invest our time in. And the great thing about it is that you can practice it as often as you want. Do you desire to talk to your children? I hope so. I desire to talk to my children. Well, God does too. He wants to talk to all of his kids, which are all believers. That includes you and your children. He doesn't save up his words and only speak on Sundays or when we're in a holy place or at a specific time. If we will listen to him, he'll speak to us constantly. He'll give us encouragement and new revelation about who he is. He'll speak all sorts of things to us. He wants to speak and he wants to speak to our children too. So if we will listen, we will hear what he wants to say. So we need to make this for ourselves and for our children a daily habit or at least a weekly habit. Maybe add it into your morning devotional time or set a spot for it right after lunch or maybe before bed. The time that you do this may look different for you than it looks for me. But if you make yourself available, God is ready to speak. He is our Father, and He desires deeply to be a part of our everyday life. It should be normal for us and for our kids to pray and to listen when we need help throughout the day, when we're sad, when we just need someone to talk to. We should default to listening to God. God is there. He wants to tell us something. It's our job to listen. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm so encouraged that there are so many parents out there striving to raise Jesus kids. That's not easy in this world, and just by listening to this podcast, you're taking a step in the right direction. I want to encourage you along the journey. You can follow along with Raising Jesus Kids on Instagram, at Raising Jesus Kids, and on Facebook, just search for Raising Jesus Kids. You can find more articles on our website, RaisingJesusKids.com, where we also have our ABC People of the Bible cards available. I would love to hear from you anytime you have a question or a comment about the show or anything we've talked about. 
you can email me at abbey at raisingjesuskids.com. As always, you can find links and more information about today's topic in the show notes. Join us next time for part 10 of our How to Raise Jesus Kids series, Saturating Your Children's World with Jesus. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you.